Okay, so it's a first time for everything. I am recording live on Instagram for the podcast episode 28. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast. A declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of the She Believe He Could podcast. I am your host, Kiana, and I am so happy to be back with you guys this week. Um, I definitely want to honor and dedicate this episode to the house at 1905, which is a co-ed ministry here in the Dallas Metroplex. It is hosted by Unique and her wonderful husband and her team. And I had the honor to speak at their women's um, ministry this past Saturday. Um, and so I just want to kind of talk about my topic. And so I thought, why not do this on the podcast? And then I was sitting at work and I was like, why not do this live? So, hey, Instagram, if you're watching, hi, Camille, um, I am recording this episode live. So again, I definitely want to honor this episode to the house at 1905. They have a women's ministry called Bloom, and it's an inner healing ministry for women to really seek God on their own healing journey, really seek God for some personal things that they are walking through or have walked through, um, really finding those places where they have been broken and battered and beaten. And they're not really sure how to overcome those things to continue to live, um, to continue to raise up their children in the way that they should go. Because as we know, as mothers, we definitely do. Um, we pour into our children from every part of us. So I don't think we as women realize that we pour into our children from the good places and we pour into our children from the bad places, like the places that are not healed yet, the places that are scarred, the places that are broken. Our children don't know that, but we do. And we don't realize that we pour into them from those places, especially when they are having some difficult times in their own life. And then we're wondering why we're frustrated and we're wondering why we're so defeated when we're trying to just um, make sure that they have the best. And we're not, you know, we can't figure out why they're acting out and we feel like we can't get a handle on things. And then we have to look at ourselves in the mirror and do a self-reflection. Okay. Why am I so frustrated with this? Why I am like at my wits end with this child? And so a lot of that is just stuff that's stirred up and brewed up in us. And we see that in the lives of our children when we only want the best for them. Right. So that's why it's so important to get the inner healing as a woman, um, especially from things from your childhood and things that you are currently walking through. So therefore, your children don't have to suffer. I'm a mother. I have four children and my oldest son. I can speak on his behalf that a lot of things that I've walked through with his dad um, is sometimes come up in the way that I talk to him and the way that I discipline him and the way that I want to keep him encouraged about his school. I noticed that a lot of things that I went through as a teenager starts to come up in our conversations. And so I think that's why it's really important to know that you're healed, know that you're whole in the way that you um, raise up your children. 
So Unique, the founder of the house at 1905, she gave me a word to kind of touch topics on for this event. And all she said was flourish. Right. And so I'm like, okay. And I love that she doesn't really go into details on what I need to talk about or, you know, in that way, because that's when you really see God's hand and you really see God move on the behalf of this event and in the hearts of his daughters, because Man, God showed up and did his thing. So I want to encourage the women, if you are in the Dallas Metroplex and you have the ability and the access to come to Garland, Texas, I definitely want to encourage you to attend their next Bloom event. I believe it will be in March for the next one. But I know that they do the co-ed Bible studies um, monthly. So if you're on Instagram or Facebook, please follow the house at 1905. What God is doing is so unorthodox in that ministry and in the hearts of his people. God did not call them to the church. It does not look like the church. And I believe that's why I feel so equipped anytime I am led and called to really uh, service and honor that ministry. Because God, too, um, informed me that I was not called to the church when it comes to this ministry. And when the pandemic hit, a lot of the church doors closed. So, again, if you are in the Dallas Metroplex area and you are familiar with the Garland area, even if you're not, um, please reach out to that ministry online at uh, the house at 1905. Let them know that Kiana, as she believed he could, sent you that way. Um, I definitely love being a part of that ministry and of that house. God is definitely on the move, and I'm so excited to be a part of it. So this episode, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about my topic. Um, the word was flourish. And before I knew what the night was going to unfold before me, there was so much confirmation and just the way that God and the Holy Spirit was just moving in the midst of that room, just hearing the prayers and hearing the um, the intercession that was happening right before me. I was interceding in ways that I had never interceded before. I wanted to be very firm in my ground that I was praying and believing in God to really confirm the word for the night and that it really reached the hearts of his daughters. And so the topic of my discussion is is flourish in the good fight of faith. And so the name of the women's ministry at the house at 1905, if I have not mentioned, it is called Bloom. And what I love so much about Bloom is that we all come from a seizing of something, right? We all come from a seizing, whether that's belief, seizing of distress, seizing of uh, uncertainty, doubt. And the season can look like it uh, your last season can look like your next season, but we all are in seasons. You know, God says that he will take us from glory to glory. So nothing ever lasts um, forever. Right. So the pain, the guilt, the uncertainty, the doubt, the fears, none of that will last. You have to know that there is good and better coming your way. The seasons will change as we do see it in the natural. When we go from fall to winter, winter to spring, spring to summer, God intended for us to see that in the natural so that we know and we can believe that in the spiritual realm that we too can hold on to the seasons in our life. And so when I think about bloom, I'm thinking about these these seeds that has to go into the ground. Right. And so when you're in the ground, you're covered up with dirt. You're covered up with uh, the things that you've done in your life, whether that's good, bad, the ugly. Um, 
some of us have planted seeds in in the ground and never really attended to it. We never watered it. We never, um, you know, rooted up some things that were not good, that has stunted our growth from time to time. And then we're wondering why we're stagnant in our faith. Right. And so to bloom is to really, really uh, to really dig up some of those things in your life that are keeping you stagnant and stunted in your growth, in your walk with God. And so to bloom is just that, to really center yourself before God and really um, call out the name of Jesus and really go before him with your pain, with your uh, things that are really keeping you uh, broken inside. You know, we can dress ourselves up. We can put on all the makeup in the world, but um, deep within God knows that hurts. God knows that pain. And we really do need to find healing in, in that, especially as women, especially as mothers. Unique uh, shared something that confirmed that event. She said, healing takes time. It's a process. And again, I was like, okay, Father, you have confirmed the word for tonight. Healing takes time. Indeed, it is a process. And she was saying, whether you stay or go, so whether you feel like you've healed for something, in that moment or you feel like you're still needing a little bit more time either way it's going to be a process because we can feel free in this moment and then something uh, strikes in the next moment and we feel all that emotion all over again right and so flourish in the hebrew means to revive to blossom, to sprout, to become more apparent, to break out, to be renewed. And I love that about flourish because that is my word for 2021, flourish. And so I can attest that I walked into this new year thinking that I am just about to sprout in all these amazing places. And my first few weeks of January was literally testing. It was trying Um so much anxiety came over me in this new year. And I was thinking to myself, Lord, I thought I was going to flourish from this place of goodness. 2020 ended with such a bang. I was so thankful for all of the things that he unfolded in, in my life and before my eyes. And so I knew coming into this new year, God was going to be faithful in um, in just what he said, right? So it's not that God hasn't been faithful, but he's showing me that to flourish is to fight. Sometimes you have to fight in that moment of flourishing. Sometimes you have to fight in that ground of flourishing because it's not going to come easy. And if you think about the life of Jesus Christ, there was a constant fight, this world and who they said he was and him uh, being called from the father and who he knew he was. So it's like as as the human body and, and as you're called to be spirit, there's a constant fight there. And um, as we know it to be spiritual warfare. So God was showing me, okay, flourish too can mean to fight, right? So God was showing me that, you know, growing takes someone to embrace the difficulty in their life. To grow is literally a stretch. To grow is literally something you were once small and you got big. And he was showing me the plant. And when a plant grows in a small pot, sometimes you have to take it out of that pot and move it to a larger pot because of all of the growth. And so God had uh, was really like stirring my heart and he was showing me that you know, sometimes that that fight of flourishing is going to require a lot of faith, a lot, a lot of faith. And I was like, OK, God, I have the faith. I, you know, I'm willing to fight. 
And so I asked him to show me somebody in the Bible, right? You know, give me some context. Give me, show me your word. Show me someone in the Bible who had to literally fight in that moment where you saw it as flourishing because you got to realize that God sees us in this light, in this way that only he can. And so even when we don't see it as pretty, even when we don't see it as good, God still calls it good. God still sees it as good. And so that fight to him does not look like a fight. And, and you know, in the physical space, it's more so a flourish in the faith. So that's why I'm saying for today, flourish in the good fight of faith, because God calls all things good, even when it even when it doesn't look good, God still declares it good. Right. So God took me to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter nine is where he appointed me. And as a woman, sometimes we really do have to step outside of our own way and really declare and pull down heaven. Right. So in the Bible, God was showing me the woman with the issue of blood. And in that moment, I knew that he was going to confront some of the things that we call issues in our own lives. So how many of us have been walking with the issue of abuse, with the issue of abandonment, with the issue of anxiety, with the issue of fatherless child in the earth? You didn't have a daddy issue um, of just neglect. All of the things that keeps us broken, keeps us shattered, and we, we're trying to move on. We're trying to heal from, from those issues, but we haven't really declared them in the spiritual realm. We haven't really seeked out and asked God for the faith to believe that it is well and that we can be whole from those places, right? And so he was showing me this in Matthew chapter uh, 9. Starting right there at verse 20, it said, just then a woman who had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding came up and just touched. Sorry, came up behind him and she touched the fringe of his robe for she thought if I can just touch his robe, I will be healed. Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. And I love that because she had suffered for 12 years, y'all. How many of us have been suffering with the thoughts of negativity for two years? How many of us have suffered from sexual abuse for 10 years, 15 years? How many of us have suffered from the issue of neglect 20 plus years, how old, however old you are, how many of us have suffered from the issue of abandonment since you were five? How many of us have suffered with the issue of uh, emotional abuse, physical abuse, whatever that looks like? Fill in the blank, fill in the blank. And I, I drew a picture here. I said, some of us have been carrying with us the issue of blank. Fill in your blank. What have you been carrying with you? This issue that you've been carrying with you, what does that look like to you? For her, it was the issue of blood. 12 years, y'all. So I'm a visionary. So I picture this woman who has heard about Jesus Christ, who have heard about this man that has blessed and this man who has touched and healed, who has spoke that he is the son of God. And she, all she knew was that this is something, this is my chance. This is my chance. 12 years. I'm going to take it. 
five years of abuse, I need to step out on faith. I need to really put myself in position. Hello? She reached out and she had the faith to say, if only I touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. She didn't have to see his face. He didn't need to lay hands on her. He didn't have to pray over her or any of those things. She had the mustard seed size of faith to say, if I touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. But what God was showing me is that Jesus responded to her faith. She reached out in that moment because of her action, because of her physical body. She knew that she needed healing. She knew this is if this is the only chance that I'll ever get, I'm going to take it. And so God was showing me that sometimes we need to persevere. We need to persist and carry on and not give up when it comes to our faith. It, in that moment, she was healed. So think about the moment you call out the name of Jesus and you believe in him for faith. In that moment, you're fighting the good fight of faith. So you're going to flourish in that moment. Not to say that you're going to be able to snap your fingers and all will be well, in the physical realm, it may look the same as it did yesterday, but you have to know that in the spiritual realm, it is already getting better. It is already well with your soul. So in that moment, you have to declare and speak peace over your life that this will not last always. Today will not look like tomorrow. Do you hear me? We need to renew and revive those dead things in our life by fighting the good fight of faith. And in that moment, we will flourish. We will be healed. We will be whole because we're believing in God to do what only he can do, right? So we have to stand firm in God's word, in his spirit, and in his power, okay? Jesus says uh, for us to take up our cross and carry it daily. So know that this does not come without a fight, Hello, we are called to be followers of Jesus Christ, to be Christ-like. So know that your path will not be exact to Jesus Christ, but it's going to be very similar because when you're going up against the world and what the world says that, that you should do or what the world says that you are, when you're casting all of that down and you're pulling down heaven literally in the things that he has called you to, it's going to come with the fight. But we have to know that in the spiritual, in our spiritual being, that it is good, it is well, and that we're going to flourish in those moments because we're believing in something bigger. We're believing in something higher. And I really wanted to encourage those women on Saturday night that it is definitely going to be a process. It's definitely going to take time, but we have to show up. We have to get at the feet of Jesus every single day. We have to declare peace. We have to declare uh, victory in over all of our battles that is that they have already been won. And so and that's daily, every single day, every single day. We have to do this. We have to get up and we have to tell our minds and our bodies and our soul that today will be a good day in Jesus name, that the battle has already been won in Jesus name and no uh, evil shall, you know, come up against me. No weapons that that are formed shall prosper because they will form and that things will happen in your life. But you have to declare a good thing, the victory, the win, the W over your life, because you are who God has called you to be. And that is child. And that is daughter for all of my sisters who are listening. You are royalty. 
He looks at you in that light. He sees you for who you are called to be because today may not be who you want to be. When you look in the mirror, you may not see what you want to see, but God does not see all the negativity. God doesn't see the guilt, the pain, the hurt, the things that has broke you in places that no one can see but you. God does not look at you in that way. But in order for you to take off the glasses of reality, the glasses of pain, the glasses of uh, your past and put on your spiritual lenses, God is going to need you to know that it's going to take time, baby girl. It's going to take time in your healing process because you've walked 12 years with the issue of blood. It's going to take time for you to see this how I see it. You have to know that God is saying it's going to take time. You walked with the sexual abuse for 15 years. It's going to take time, baby girl, for you to see this, how I see this. But you have to trust me that I see good in your life, despite the bad. And I just want to thank the Holy Spirit for pouring out because I, too, have been walking with the guilt and shame of teenage pregnancy. My son will be 14 in March. And I had been walking with that guilt and that shame for so long. So when God called me to the ministry, I'm like, what? God, I've done so much. I've done so much. I've walked into places that I shouldn't have walked. I've been in rooms that I shouldn't have been in. I've done things. I've said things that I shouldn't have done. That wasn't good, Father. And you're calling me? And God is saying, yes, God still sees the good in our life. My son is about to be 13, right? I mean, 14, excuse me. And I've been saved for seven. God willing, I'm going to look up and my, my the goodness of my life will outweigh the bad. Do you hear me? My son will be 14 and I've been saved going on eight years. So I'm going to look up and the goodness of my life will have outweighed the bad. And even things prior to me getting pregnant at 16, I knew that I was walking and battling with some things in my mind. And God is showing me, you know, continue to trust me, continue to put your hope in me, continue to uh, give me your life. And I will show you my hand. I will show you my goodness um, right there before your eyes. And so I just want to encourage you that if you're listening to this episode, know that your perspective will sum up to the process. It's like a revolving door of perception, perspective and process. And with that, God is needing you to know that even if. All you have is a yes to God. You don't feel you're putting action behind it. You don't feel that you're moving in the way that you should. Just know that God still um, God still needs your yes. He carries that yes. He holds on to that yes. That's all he'll need is a yes. So before I go, I definitely want to again just commend what they are doing over at the house at 1905. Like I said, if you're in the Dallas Metroplex area, they do a co-ed Bible study every month, I believe. And then the next Bloom event will be in March. I will be there, of course, being not only um, speaking at the event, but being a part of the experience and really, you know, getting before God and pouring out because we don't ever stop healing. Right. When you think about 
scars. They're there as reminders. When you when you touch the surface of your skin of a scar, you're reminded instantly of what it felt like to uh, hurt yourself, to cut yourself. And so when I think about the scars, those are the very things that God are needing us to reveal unto the people. But some of us are not willing to do that because of the pain, because of the guilt, because of the shame that that, you know, the scars were formed out of. And so God is saying, if you could show your scars before me in my name, all glory be back to me. They will see my hand over your life. And so that's how I'm looking at the scars on my heart. That's how I'm looking at the scars on my physical body. That's how I'm looking at the the scars over my life, you know, 10, 15 years past tense that God is showing me that it was in that moment that he saved. It was in that moment that he healed me. And that is what he's needed me to reveal unto the earth, unto the people, you know, God's, uh, you know, hand on my life. And so that's what this event is all about. Bloom is about inner healing, really, uh, you know, seeking God beyond our mistakes, beyond our scars, beyond the things that has kept us in bondage, really, you know, keeps us um, in this place of like isolation. And I love that in, the, in this event, it's, it's very open. It's very, you're really connected with your spiritual self, right? And so... Again, I just want to thank Unique and her team for all of what they're doing over there. If you if you're needing more information, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I can definitely let you know what's going on with the events. Like I said, I support it 100 percent. God is really moving on the behalf of that ministry. And it's such an honor to be a part of it. And for all of the lovely, lovely people who had joined me on Instagram live, this was very spontaneous. I did not know that I was going to go live with this episode, but I felt the Holy Spirit say again, Get before the people, be your authentic self, be vulnerable in ways that you've never been vulnerable. And that is when in those moments is when you feel God stretching you spiritually to go bigger, to go beyond, to do the things that he has called you to do. But we have to at least get out there, right, and do the do the smallest things that he's asking us to do. So until next time, girlfriend, holla. Holla.